Hey guys, the Texas Series Podcast is now easier to find. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Or you can also continue to listen to the Texas Series Podcast on the Anchor app. Just search Texas Series Podcast. Also, be sure to like and subscribe and rate the show. It helps me get out there to more people so more people can listen to this podcast and be involved in our community. Thanks again, guys. And remember, you can find the Tech Series Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome back to an all new episode of the Texas Series Podcast here on Anchor and the Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, guys. I'm glad to be back here recording another new episode for you guys. As always, I am Nathan Arredondo. I'm coming to you live from Houston, Texas. And what a week, uh, what a bunch of week and news we've had this past couple of days, guys. Uh, it's been one tumultuous news after another, and, um, let's, uh, let's just get right into it. So, last week, I'm pretty sure a lot of you already know, and you've heard of it, uh, Sony and Marvel have reached a new agreement on the issue of Spider-Man, and they've agreed to a new deal, um, it's not as big as, big as, movie-wise, as it was the first time around, so, the deal now is that Spider-Man will get his third film in the MCU uh, and will also appear in one more Marvel film. And Marvel will get 25%, will finance 25% of the film and get 25% equity in profits from whatever the movie makes, which can be on, let's be honest, it's going to probably be over a billion dollars. So they get 25% of the profits from that. So, what does this all mean? Well, first off, it means we got Spider-Man back. Um, for anybody out there who really thought that he was done in the MCU or he was never coming back, I want to let you know that it's it's wasn't you really need no need for worries. I mean, I'll be honest, I never was worried that Spider-Man was never going to reappear in the MCU. Uh I always knew that he would be back. I knew that they would ash out a deal. I just knew cooler heads would prevail. We would get a deal done. And eventually uh, we would see Spider-Man suit up again in the MCU, interact with all of our favorite characters. But, you know, just to, to calm people's nerves out there, I mean, I understand that a lot of people were upset at first and shocked by the news when it dropped back in July. But, you know... It was never really a need to panic. Um, you know, it's just... At the end of the day, Sony knew what they had. And Marvel, the MCU, Kevin Feige, they were fine on their own. They profit well. And, you know, this would have hurt Sony much more. Because, you know, if the film they made was not a success, people would blame them for leaving Marvel. And, you know, just ending that deal and it just changes the thought process so 
I'm just glad that Cooler Heads prevailed. Uh, we're getting Spider-Man back in the MCU. He will appear in his third film because, honestly, the last film, Far From Home, the mid credit scene left just such a big cliffhanger that, I mean, it was going to bother a lot of people, including me, that that never got resolved. So I'm so glad Spider-Man's back. Uh, the new film has been dated. I believe it's for July of 2021. That's when the third Spider-Man film will come out, which is in less than two is about less than a year and a half now, because next 2020 is just a few months away from us. So that just tells me they're gearing up and getting ready for this new film, and they're gonna probably start shooting sometime next year, and. We'll get our new Spider-Man film in the following year, in 2021. And then, of course, that leaves the one mystery MCU film that he's supposed to appear in as part of this deal. Um, really don't know what film he will appear in. A lot of people are suggesting he'll appear in the new Doctor Strange film that's supposed to come out in this Phase 4. In phase four. And, uh, you know, that's a good possibility. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know where he will end up. Maybe Black Panther, Captain Marvel. Who knows? Probably not Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel, from what it seems like, is going to deal more galactic and more outer space stuff rather than Earth stuff. Uh, so just don't... I really don't know what film he'll appear in, but I'm glad he's back. It's great news. It's good for the fans. It's good for the MCU. It's good for Sony. It's good for everybody. Um... You know, it's just, it was sad that it had to, it went to that place first, because, you know, it, it, it all boils down to money. It's always about money, and I, it's just sad that these two companies had to fight like this just to, for extra money, but, you know, at the end of the day, we are getting a Spider-Man film, we're gonna get a conclusion to this trilogy, and hopefully, after this, they can see that, you know what, let's just keep this deal going. It's a good for us. We we can handle it. Uh, more and more stuff is going good for us. And maybe, you know, you never know. Maybe it's... They also hashed out a deal to where uh, he can appear in their Sony films and, like, cameos and stuff. So, we don't know the full details of this deal that had happened, but... Uh, at the end of the day, I am just glad that it's done. I'm glad that Spider-Man will be appearing in one more MCU film, in his own MCU film, and another MCU film, and hopefully he'll appear in a lot more. Uh, we just don't know yet, so we just gotta see how these films turn out, and hopefully they give us good story, good, uh, good character beats, and, um, it's just a, all around a good time. But other than that, I mean, it's... It's just curious that it had to come down to that. Uh, you know, I f honestly feel like they could have done it a b lot better way. They could have hashed out this deal quietly. You know, if things got that bad, I, I, I'm with a lot of people saying that somebody possibly leaked the details of the n negotiations out, you know, to probably play sides, put fans or the people against one another, uh, against these companies. And, you know, to me, that's just a childish way of trying to get your way and trying to leverage another company. And, you know, if it was Sony, I mean, trying to leverage Disney and Marvel is just not a good idea. I mean, they're 
fine on their own. They honestly do not need that stuff. So it's it's crazy to think that way. And, you know, I don't know, guys. It's crazy, crazy, crazy to believe that it went down like this. But, uh, yeah, so Spider-Man's back in the MCU. Uh, I can't wait to see what this third film is going to be about. I mean, if you've seen Far From Home, you are as amped and curious as I am of what's going to happen next. Um, So let's just see what's going to happen. And, you know, Tom Holland right now, he's my favorite live-action Spider-Man. Out of the three actors who have portrayed Spider-Man on live-action on film... Uh, Tom Holland, to me, is the best. I believe he is the best iteration of both Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Uh, he gets the sarcasm. He gets the, you know, the innocent, nerdy, teenage kid trying to be the cool superhero. His quips are good. And, you know, it's just, it's just a nice change of pace to what we've had before. Because, uh, we all know that, uh, Tobey Maguire was a good Spider-Man. Uh, Andrew Garfield was a I would say this, out of all of them, Tom Holland best encapsulates it because Andrew Garfield tried to play off this, like, you know, loner type Peter Parker, but when he was Spider-Man, he had some good quips, and then uh, Tobey Maguire played the nerdy Peter Parker, geeky Peter Parker, but his Spider-Man wasn't as, you know, quippy or sarcastic, and I think Tom Holland kind of melds both worlds, and I'm so glad that they found this kid, and... I'm really, really excited for what he's going to bring to the table in this third film. And I like like I said, I'm really curious to see what MCU film he's going to pop into. Do they have it planned yet? Who knows? But we just gotta wait and see and hopefully I mean I'm pretty sure we'll get announcements next year at Comic Con and or maybe we'll get something at New York Comic Con that's coming up, but I doubt it, but Hopefully within the next year or so we will get some more information about this upcoming Spider-Man film and where it's going to lead because at the end of the day, um, he's back home, he's where he belongs, and I'm just excited to see where it's going to take us with this new journey, uh, how he's going to uh, deal with the ramifications from this past film, and how he's going to move on forward into the future. How is this going to affect his life in the near future, what is he going to be doing, just never know, and... I believe in Marvel's and Kevin Feige's hands, Spider-Man is in a good place, and we'll get something really good out of it. And at the, uh, I'm just, I just see the nothing but good coming from this. And you know, the light is bright at the end of this tunnel, and Spider-Man's back. He's back for now, at least for two more films, and I couldn't be more excited about it. So. The other thing, uh, there's some other stuff that also dropped. Uh, we got a new trailer for The King's Man, which is a prequel to The Kingsman, The Secret Service uh, franchise. Um, we got, I believe this was, it's the official trailer, or it could be the second trailer, but this one, it kind of gives you more of a background, kind of story, story-wise. Um, it looks very, very good. The visuals, the, the action. Uh, it's taking place during World War One, which I couldn't be more excited about. Uh, we don't really get a lot of World War One films out there. I am a history buff. I majored in history in college. So, it, seeing that we're getting something like this is pretty exciting. And, you know, the last World War One film I remember seeing was 
Wonder Woman, and we're now we're getting the Kingsman. It is set during that same time period. We're also getting that 1917 film, which comes out later this year, which is a World War One film, which I'm really pumped about. But you know, the Kingsman, it uh, definitely definitely looks like he's going back to basics, it's kind of what we saw in the first Kingsman film. Uh, not as high tech, you know, because of the different time periods, but definitely the same aesthetics as what we saw in that first Kingsman movie. Of course, I believe Matthew Vaughn is coming back to direct this one. And of course, we got the third Kingsman movie coming out. Uh, it had been announced and I believe coming out in the next uh, two years or so after this film is out and completed. So, yeah, that trailer definitely, definitely, definitely looks good. Uh if you're curious, uh, you know, if it's something you're interested, definitely go check it out. See if it uh, motivates you to want to go see this film. And, yeah, just it's a great overall trailer, and I'm excited to see this film once it comes out. I believe it comes out February of next year, so not too far. Not too far. Uh, so, also, today, uh, recently, just today, the first trailer for Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn... I believe that is the full title. Uh, if it's not, uh, just let's just go with Birds of Prey. Uh, the first trailer, official trailer for that movie has come out. Uh, it's just a bam, boom, pop uh, spectacle trailer. Doesn't really give us much of the story, uh, but it does uh, give us showcase the characters. It definitely, sh of course, it shows showcases Harley Quinn. Uh, because Margot Robbie is backing this film. Uh, she definitely wanted to do this. She loves playing the character of Harley Quinn, and I cannot be excited more excited for this film. I believe DC has gone in the right direction since the whole Batman v Superman and Justice League incidents that happened a few years ago. Uh, I thought Aquaman, Aquaman was a great film. Shazam was definitely a great film. And this looks very interesting. We got Harley Quinn in it. We got the Hunters, uh, Black Canary, uh, you know, Rene Montoya. So we got a lot of good characters, and it, you know, it just definitely feels it kind of it feels like the, it's it coming from that same DC universe that we've gotten in the films. Uh, it's definitely got that same aesthetic, but uh, you know, the tone is could be a little different and. It was it's it was an interesting trailer. I will say that for the most part. Um, I'm not really sure. I'm definitely probably gonna go check this film out. Um, but for the most part, I thought it was a decent trailer. It showcases a lot. Um, we don't really like I said we don't really get too much story, and it's more of a spectacle trailer than anything. But uh, yeah, it looks very interesting, and who knows? It could be a great film. It could not be, but. You know, with the way DC has been going these past couple months, I feel like it's a great time to be a fan of DC and a fan of comic book movies in general. I mean, we're not getting too many more comic book movies this year, I believe. Joker, which comes out this weekend, is the last comic book film of the year. Do not quote me on that, but I believe it's the last one of the year. So, we got some time before we get another comic book film out there. And, you know... Just gotta enjoy them while they're still out here and while they're still making them, guys. I mean, we as comic book movie fans in general, or you know, if you're hardcore, casual, or just you just love these movies, uh, we gotta support these movies no matter what. The more we support them, the more they'll keep making them. The more they'll put more effort into them. 
if we don't start if we stop supporting these films then it's not it, the genre will die out but hopefully hopefully we'll keep these films going uh i see a bright future for comic book films i don't see it dying out anytime soon so yeah definitely go check out the new birds of prey trailer it's very interesting very spectacle and it, maybe it'll increase or decrease your curiosity for the film uh i'm not sure so yeah definitely go check it out and you know just leave uh make your own opinion about it see what you're gonna do uh see about it uh you know whether you're gonna see it or not i don't remember when this film is gonna come out um i want to say it's next year i don't believe it's coming out this year because i as far as i can remember i I think Joker is the last uh, comic book film to come out that will come out this year. And yeah, it's coming out next year, February of 2020. So, you know, we got some time before we get another comic book film. So definitely, definitely give it a look. See if it interests you at all. And... You know, create your own opinion about it, guys. That's all I can say. That's all I can say about that. And moving on, um, so we got uh, just a little, uh, also a little other news in the, the comic book type world. Uh, for all you uh, Power Ranger fans out there who are listening right now, uh, there's a new graphic novel coming out. Um, if you all remember, uh, Boom came out with a, its first graphic novel. Uh, last year it was called Power Rangers Sold the Dragon, which told a, a look, gave us a look into the future to what Tommy was doing after he is pretty much retired from his ranger duties. And, you know, it just focuses on an older Tommy just trying to get through life. His injuries are catching up to him and other stuff and something goes down with his son. So this week, a new com- uh, graphic novel is dropping. It is called Psychopath. It is a Power Rangers Psychopath, and it features uh, Andros and Caron from Power Rangers. The Andros being the Red Power, uh, Red Ranger from Power Rangers Space. Uh, Caron being the uh, formerly Astronomer, the villain from In Space, and then the new uh, the replacement uh, Lost Galaxy Pink Ranger uh, after what had happened to Kendricks. And so this story is focusing on them. The Psycho Rangers are back. And also the Green Psycho Ranger is back. He was first, he was introduced to us in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic books a few years, a couple years ago in issue number 20, I believe. And it was the episode, it was the issue that showed us that uh, Zordon had the team, the current MMPR team we had wasn't the first one that Zordon made. So, uh it's uh cra- it was a good comic. It gave us a glimpse into one of Zordon's biggest mistakes as a mentor and a leader. And so uh it was just it was a great uh I thought it was a great issue and that's how we got introduced to the Green Psycho Ranger. And I'm going to let's see if I can find it. Oh Okay, so here's the description of the comic. An original graphic novel set in the world of Spawn's Power Rangers. 
Created by Corone when she was still the evil astronomer, the Psycho Rangers were programmed with the overwhelming hate of all things Power Rangers. They were defeated at a great personal cost. They were defeated at a great personal cost by the Galaxy Rangers, but now someone has brought them back, and they are more murderous than ever before. Who brought them back, and why? And can Lost Galaxy Pink Ranger Corone and her brother Red in Space Ranger Andrew stop them? Before they can bring the universe to its knees. So that's the synopsis for the graphic novel. It comes out this week. Um, I'm definitely going to pick this up and read it. Um, if you guys did not know. If you have not seen Power Rangers of Space. Power Rangers of Space was supposed to be the final season of Power Rangers. But because of the the viewership. And the, the good vibes and reaction from the finale. And the overall story. Power Rangers has been going on for a lot longer now. And has led up to its current iteration in Power Rangers Beast Morphers, which is currently airing on Nickelodeon. Check your local listings if you want to watch it. But um, in Power Rangers in Space, we had probably one of the the second best evil rangers. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the Psycho Rangers. And their sole purpose was to defeat the Power Rangers. These were, they would do it. uh... They would do whatever it took to defeat them. They would, you know, take any means necessary to defeat them. And it was crazy. And, you know, they were defeated. And, of course, they were brought back in Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. And just their whole arc was crazy. And they even got a back... Or the Psycho Green Ranger got a backstory in uh, the Boom Comics in a special volume edition, I believe. But... I'm just very curious to see what the story is going to tell. And, you know, hopefully it's a good story and we'll get some good details and some good addition to the lore of Power Rangers. Because that's what I like about the comic books is they're expanding on the lore and they're giving us more backstory. And it's just been one great ride. So that's my Power Rangers slash comic book spiel of uh, this episode. But I wanted to end the episode of talking about uh the joker which comes out uh this weekend in theaters uh you know it's uh todd phillips directing dc uh joaquin phoenix playing the title character so um people reactions to this film have been positive uh people are very excited to see this film it's it's getting a lot of lot of good buzz, but when there's this good buzz, uh, there's always something out there that's going to drag it down. And I wouldn't say drag it down, just put a damper on things. And, of course, what gets brought up is the incident on Aurora, Colorado back in 2008 when The Dark Knight came out. Um, if you do not know about this, if you're too young or you just didn't hear about it, uh, back in Oral, Colorado, 2008, during a screening of The Dark Knight, a man with very men- strong mental issues went into the theater of a showing of the, the, the screening of the movie, shot up the theater, killing people left and right, a senseless act of violence against these people. And he claimed he was the Joker, and that's why he was doing it, and... You know, it made going to the theater um, not as enjoyable because people became more and more cautious. And I would say even go as far as saying more paranoid 
about going to the movies because they didn't know what was going to happen. Of course, over time, um, this has been less and less occurrence because, you know, times have moved on, things uh, things change, security changes, but people are more, still, a lot of people are very cautious about when they go to the film. And some people in, in out there in the world, I'm not going to, I'm not going to criticize point fingers, but they know who they are, are claiming that this film is going to create more violence. It's going to inspire other people to do what happened in Aurora, Colorado. And I honestly will say that is a load of bullshit. Sorry for the language, but... You know, the person who committed that senseless act was mentally unstable. He was crazy and, you know, did something. He claimed to do something because he said he was that. And, you know, a movie did not make him do this. It's the same argument as with video games making people violent. Um, It is just an old 90s excuse to explain why people are doing violent acts. I'll be honest, guys, I play a lot of violent video games. My brother had played a lot of violent video games. We have never bought guns and decided to shoot people. I played Call of Duty, I've played Halo, I've played a whole bunch of violent video games, and it has never once made me want to go commit a violent act against anybody. I've seen violent movies. I've seen The Dark Knight. I've seen Saving Private. I've seen so many violent movies, but none of them have made me go out there and want to hurt people. If you see something... These people who commit this stuff and people want to blame video games, movies, TV shows, need to find a better excuse. It is an old, irritating excuse that... Science and research has proven that it does not exist. Scientists, researchers have all came out and said being exposed to violent video games and violent TV shows and violent movies will not make a person go out and commit a heinous act. If that was the case, then so many people in the world would be shooting up people, and that is just not the case. It is an old, hypocritical lame excuse to put down video games, movies, and television and deter the issue towards that instead of looking at what the real issues of people's mental states and the the people not getting the help that they need so that we can avoid situations that happen in Aurora, Colorado. And, you know, I'll just say this but I don't want to go in any further because it is just a subject that I hate getting into. But I felt I needed to talk about it. So I'll just say this. If you are going to see the Joker and you hear about this, still go see the movie. But like the theater always says, be mindful of your surroundings. Keep an eye on all the exits and the ones closest to you. And just be cautious. You, you know... Movie theaters are still a safe place for people to go and enjoy entertainment. And 
why these people think that scaring people from going to see movies is good for this for people is beyond me. But anyways, that's all I have to say on that, guys. I don't want to get into it anymore. Uh, it's just a tough subject, but I felt it needed to be talked about. So, uh, thanks again. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tech Series Podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, please, please, please like, subscribe. Uh, wherever you're listening to this, whether it's on the Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast, please, please like, sub- subscribe, share this episode, and, and uh, uh, let your friends know about it. And yeah, just thank you so much for listening. And I hope you guys all have a wonderful rest of the week. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay safe out there. Go hug somebody. Go laugh. Go do something fun with your uh, friends or family. And just enjoy your life, guys. Thanks again for listening, guys. As always, I am Nathan Arredondo on the Tech Series Podcast here on Anchor. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. And remember, anyone can be a hero. Thanks, guys.